This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice to those who can. It's time we try. It's time we care. It's time we stand. Welcome to the Special Chronicle Show. This is episode 504. My name is Daniel Spukowski. I'm the founder of Special Chronicles and a Special Olympic Sergeant Tribal International Global Messenger. Before we, we um, begin today's episode and, and bring on today's guest, I want to let, let you know a few housekeeping reminders. Uh, follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. I don't know if we're going to still have a Twitter account, but we'll see. <laughs> I won't go in, in, into that. Um, also, subscribe, wait, and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to, anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, search Special Chronicles and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And our website, specialchronicles.com, where you can stream our archives of over 500 episodes absolutely for free. And also there's a list of our favorites, original series, award-winning columns and blogs, and sign up for a newsletter to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to your inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com. And while you're there, specialchronicles.com slash give. You can make a donation for our Special Chronicles 2023 giving campaign. We're trying to raise $10,000 uh, from now until de- December 31st. And so um, hopefully um, you all, um, if you love today's conversation and, and all these podcasts on Special Chronicles, um, please, please uh, join our supporters and, uh, and, 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 and make a gift. Uh, SpecialChronicles.com slash give. And with that, I think I've, um, didn't this intro a little too long, um, but we're going to go ahead and bring on today's guest. And once I bring on the guest, we'll let you know how we got connected uh, in a, a couple months ago. It was a really awesome event, and we'll tell you about that <laughs> once we bring him on. Um, but today, on this week on the Special Chronicles podcast, we welcome uh, Mackenzie Ramsey from the National Kills Mentoring Movement. So please put your virtual hands together as we welcome Mackenzie to the Special Chronicles podcast on specialchronicles.com. Welcome, Mackenzie. I love the virtual hands. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everybody loves uh, the virtual Because ho- hopefully, I, I never really know if someone is actually applauding when they're listening to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I applaud when I'm listening to podcasts. I'm like, yay! <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, and, and you never know what people are listening. Um, I, I hold from a listener who goes and gets their nails done and yeah. and listens, and people all driving or commuting. Uh, I know I listen to podcasts when I'm commuting exactly. to work, and so. But <laughs> let's go ahead and um, begin. Um, first, be kind of with an introduction, but. Uh, share with our listeners kind of how we got connected. I mean, I, I could say, but maybe I'll, I'll let you and then I'll, I'll kind of add my two cents, but how we first got connected a couple months ago. 
Yeah, of course. So I'll give it an try. Now I get yeah. so excited conversation. But <laughs> hi, everybody listening. Uh, my name is Mackenzie Ramsey. Um, I graduated from Spelman College just this past May as an economics major. Um, I was in a mentoring program with um, the National Cares Movement, but I also work at the Walt Disney Company. And I also just started a company with my sister called Tribe Trips um, as well, which helps with travel services, services internationally. Um, and so how Daniel and I really got connected and bonded over the panel right before we even got on uh, was at this Coca-Cola, which was our community summit that they had just this past month in October. Um, and it was called the Future Promises Youth Panel. So there's about five of us on there um, just talking about what we've done in the community in Atlanta globally um, and just how we're giving back to our community and the youth as well. So. That's yeah, my take on it. <laughs> awesome. And 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 if if um to well, both of our surprises, um if if people just listen to the podcast, go check out the video on YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn Live, and you will see. Um, I mean, I've got a, a virtual a, a, a green screen brick wall behind me, but in McKenzie's background, you see um to the yeah where she's pointing a awesome yeah, painting that what that. So surprised us that Coca-Cola sent us this nice painting, huge mm -hmm. painting. Um, so, yeah, it was neat. I, and it was neat how on on the panel at Coca-Cola in Atlanta that we all five of us had different stories, but yeah. it all sort of kind of connected with how each of us are making an impact on, on society. And it, it was neat how Kate was, was able to kind of, moderate that and and it it seemed like everybody enjoyed hearing all, all, all stories yeah exactly it definitely was focused i would say kind of the i didn't get to stay all day because yeah. i had to work myself <laughs> up just started with um disney but um literally it was just us really engaging with more of the gen zers mm -hmm. i guess yeah. they want to call us yeah. or kind of millennials as well in that area um, and they wanted to hear what we were doing and how we're, you know, up and coming and being servant leaders um, and really striving in all of the areas, health, policy, content creating, you know, Daniel with the special updates, <laughs> yeah. everything that we were doing, just really engaging in our communities. And I think that was just really great that they wanted to hear from us instead of, you know, people twice or three times our age. Yeah, at the end yeah. Of the day. yeah absolutely. Um, so let's um, in in kind of take us back to your early years of um before we get we get into um we'll we'll, we'll get into the next segment more about the national kills mentoring movement and and then in the third segment we'll, we'll get in, into what your current job is um yeah. but first kind of give us a little, little bit of a backstory of your early years of how you got interested and how you got involved in the national chaos mentoring movement i i did a little bit of research before we um we got on yeah. um but tell us and uh, kind of maybe a little bit of, of the backstory of how you got involved. Yeah, absolutely. So I've actually been volunteering and mentoring probably my entire life. Um, both my parents are very much, like I said, servant leaders. That's where I got it from. Mm -hmm. um, my mom owns several um, businesses. So she's actually started a child and they worked in nonprofits a lot. And being the youngest, I was obviously either the guinea pig or the one trying to help improve it at the end of the day. So I've worked at the school for my mom and dad. I've worked in youth programs that my dad's created um, for minority students as well, um, especially for minority students. Um, and so being a part of that and seeing the impact that they've had in those communities, I've always wanted to be a part of that and even strive to be a leader in those areas. 
Um, so when I came to college, um, I actually joined the first mentoring organization called Spellman Protege. Um, still, if anybody of you guys are listening, still love you guys, still very close to them. Um, and so I worked my way up from being a mentee to being the code lead director um, of that organization. So really just giving back to my Spelman community, but also taking that and seeing where I could do that in the Atlanta area. Because I did, again, mentor and volunteer in the Philadelphia area where I was born and raised. But Or let me not say Philly, so <laughs> all the Philadelphians get mad at me. I was born in the suburbs of Philadelphia <laughs> and volunteering in more of the inner city still um, in that work. But then moving once I moved to Atlanta in college, I was like, I'm missing that. Um, you know, I'm missing that community. I'm missing that sense of helping and supporting. Um, so I really did a first Dunbar Middle School, would read to girls in maybe third to second grade, fourth grade. But I was like, mm, I still need to do more. And in my family, we're like, you can always continue to do more, do your best, but keep striving for higher. So yes, there's pressure, but also I think leads to my volunteering uh, things that I do. So after that, I really just strive to find another organization that was very intentional and very purposeful for when they were mentoring and doing their work inside the Atlanta community. Um, and so I saw, that's how I found National Cares Movement. They had a HBCU Rising initiative, which just focused on STEM. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, in my area, at my school, economics wasn't create, considered a science. Um, it's actually considered an art. So I wasn't classified um, as the you know, standard STEM student, but I was like, I really want to be a part of you guys. Is there any way... Um, I can come in. I feel like I have a good background. Like I said, working in middle school, I've worked with students my whole life. Um, I feel like I would be a great asset um, for this program. And they're like, of course, like we need, you know, more students like you, like not many people really are in economics or even striving to work in business or, you know, hospitality in that sense. So um, that's kind of how I got started with them. I just pleaded to, you know, let me join and, and let me show you what I can really impact our community. And then that's where I got to volunteer for, I think, the end of my senior year um, in King's Middle School. So that was just a great experience for me. And I truly hope the students as well felt my impact. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. When we come back, we'll hear yeah. a little bit more about the National Chaos Mentoring Movement and and then about your um, your, your coin shop. And uh, we'll remind our listeners um, if they, well, we'll we, we remind them at the end of the program uh, how they can get connected with you uh, and your uh, and your business on Instagram. And because um, that was something that w- we did after we got off stage, we all, it was, it, it was really neat that we were able to stay connected on Instagram after. And so that's why we'll like, we'll save that for the end of this podcast. So yeah. our listeners can get connected w- with you. Um, and so our guest is Mackenzie and we'll be back after the short break right here on special chronicles. Dot com. Let's see if I can find the white clip. White bumper. Support for special chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. 
Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And I should raise my mic level. And there we go. <laughs> Sometimes I drink water and don't pay attention during the breaks. But hopefully all of you. Yeah, that's why I, I always try to have water in the studio. And hopefully all of you listening can go to specialchronicles.com slash give and um, donate. Um, I know just a, a week ago, we got a very generous, large, probably one of the largest individual do- donations to this podcast. So um, all of you um, who have, have already supported, um, thank you so much. Um, it's it's free for, for you to listen to this podcast, but it does cost us money to keep the lights on, to um, upload these podcasts, to live stream, um, for the website, I mean, every month, um, yeah. So please, all, all your support goes to help so we can share these these stories. So, Mackenzie, um, can you share with us a, a little bit more about the what the, what the mission of the National Carers Mentoring Movement? Uh, I think the, the the speaker before our panel was um, I, I'm blanking on her name, but she, she was she, Susan Elton. Susan, yeah, she was the founder of of the National Carers. Uh, so can you maybe tell about and I it, so I I think you you said that you got connected with her as well. So can you share a little bit of how you got can, can connected with her and then about the mission of the yeah. National Carers Mentoring Movement? Absolutely. So Susan L. Taylor is the founder and CEO of um, National Cares Movement. And I believe she was also before this, the chief editor of Essence. Um, but check that, check me on that. I forget <laughs> her past life, but she's truly, truly an amazing woman. Um, someone that just fills up the room, didn't really need a script, was just talking from the heart. Um, that's what Daniel was referring to before she even brought us onto the panel, but she's done a lot of work. Um, not only in the black community, but in a lot of different demographics, just constantly being the biggest advocate um, for those areas. Um, And I'm going to read the mission just because Mm -hmm. I want to make sure you guys really hear the words um, and the intentionality that they use. So it says the mission of National Cares Mentoring Movement is to secure, heal and transform the lives of impoverished black children by inspiring, recruiting and mobilizing masses of caring black men and women to mentor and nourish them. Our national volunteer affiliate networks connects adults to local youth serving organizations. Our national group mentoring programs focus on the emotional, social, and academic development of our children and the wellness of the students who parent, mentor, and educate them. And so I was more a part of those group mentoring programs um, that we essentially had. And so as you can hear the emotional social and academic development is the real reason I think I really joined this movement. Um, Just because I think your emotional well-being, not just are they doing the grades right, are they going to school, but especially coming out of the pandemic, there was a whole different um, emotional, mental, and physical way that we were just changing. And so I think ultimately I wanted to be that advocate for these eighth grade math students, Miss Wilson's class, love you guys. Um, definitely because it just was something that I felt was 
not only impacted me, but I could only imagine how it impacted others. So um, they were just truly an amazing organization, had the best support and leadership, even when I was feeling, um, you know, nervous about where am I going next year? Um, what am I doing? What is my development like? They had a, our own trainings, our own program to really support just the mentors because they don't know. A lot of teachers don't even know what emotionally things that they go through that can impact um, the students as well. So making sure you're okay before you can help somebody else is truly, I, I think the program was phenomenal at. Awesome. And, and, and I, I'm sure you had a lot of volunteer and a lot of we in volunteer experiences with the, with the National Chaos Mental Movement. Maybe it, it, it was at the uh, uh, middle school. Uh, is there, can you share with us maybe an, an example of what one of the most we in volunteer experiences that you have had that have really impacted you now, kind of even now post-college and stout in your career, um, yeah. you know, is, is, is there a reward in volunteer experience? Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't want to be that person, but every time <laughs> I volunteer, I just get happy um, to have those moments to interact, interact and connect with so many different people. Um, I think, honestly, I just volunteered. I know this is not with National Cares Movement. <laughs> I truly love my experience there, but. <laughs> Um, with Disney, I actually volunteered for the HBCU week that they had for the first time at um, the Walt Disney World Resort. So here in Orlando, Florida, where I'm located um, and being a part of that, not only seeing how many people are interested about going to a HBCU, which stands for Historically Black College or University, um, but really just seeing how excited students and young kids and everybody was to just hear the battle of the bands, to hear about the different schools, um, to see a lot of the, you know, HBCU alums that came from those schools. I want to shout out MLK came from Morehouse. Just want to let everybody <laughs> know that, but I'm sorry. Just really amazing that I got to be a part of that and help and, and speak to some of the students um, at the fair and the band. So I think that was my most exciting i think just the way disney put it on but i think my most rewarding was definitely not the national cares movement um when i was in miss wilson's class when i talked to a student that was just really sad just head down and i'm like okay like maybe it's just a morning like maybe we're just tired but i talked to her and she was like um i'm like what's wrong like you're not writing down the math problems and i get it we all know math is hard mm -hmm. math is something that nobody wants to be a part of but um, I was like, what's going on? Like, maybe you should just write it down. She's like, you know, my whole house um, just burned down. And I was like, wow. And you're here in school. And she's like, yeah, like a lot of us are probably fortunate enough to have our parents, you know, kind of let's go go to the hotel for a little bit or let's just walk around. Like, no, her mom had to go work at the end of the day. She her child had to go to school. And a lot of these parents have to. So I think me just being there and able to listen to her. Um, tell her, let's go get some water. Or let's take a walk just to have, again, that emotional support that she didn't get maybe early this morning. Um, but enough for her to get through the day is something that I'll always remember that story. And I know I shared that on the panel, mm -hmm. too, or um, with Susan L. Taylor, how much I was able to hopefully impact her in her day or maybe just that moment. Um, but just made me, made me really realize how much others could be going through just in school, just in life besides myself, because I was upset about my honors economics paper that I had to do <laughs> later that day, <laughs> you know, to hear it from her, just like, 
my whole house, everything that I own, everything that I have is just gone. And you continue to come to school is something that I'm like, okay, I need to realize and recognize my priorities as well. Um, so not only did I feel like I impacted her and just being that listening ear, but she impacted me and made me jump out of my, you know, selfishness of, okay, I need to write a paper at the end of the day. So awesome. that was probably my most rewarding and volunteer experience that I was a part of. Awesome. And, um, I, and, and kind of speaking to that, I'm sure that there was a lot of mentees that you have mentored that have, have, have um, gained a lot from from that mental experience, but maybe kind of and and, and I'm, uh, it, is there when when you were going through the national chaos mental movement is is there a a mental that has empowered you or impacted you and can you maybe tell us a little bit about that person. Yeah, I mean, I think when I got to meet Susan L. Taylor and how I got connected with her, I mean, um, I am in a sorority, so I'm a part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and that's, you know, about public service, mm-hmm. about community, about sisterhood. Um, and I think as our instant connection of that, I would see how she walks in the room, the way she dresses, the way she smiles, the way she knows um, everybody and connects personally and even touches them to make her feel that. That was probably, I don't, I'm calling her my mentor or admirer or whatever, but the way she didn't even have to really say anything to me to show me or encourage me how to really go through that. And it, it her love for the youth, for everybody, you can see in her programs that she creates um, for the National Cares Movement. Um, and so I'm so glad I got to be a part of another SOAR um, program. And it was so accidental that I didn't even know, but I was so happy that it was, and it just paid tribute to why I joined this sorority and the women that I instantly connect with. So awesome! We'll 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 have to definitely share this episode with Ho and uh, <laughs> uh, along with you know. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, I truly really love it. <laughs> so, um, moving on, is there what what for? I'm sure a, a lot of our, our, our listeners, just like when. Um, when we first met last month, um, it was the first time that I heard about the National Cares Mentoring Movement, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are hearing about about this organization for the first time. And so, for I guess for any of our listeners who might know know somebody that might want to get involved, what's what to you is most compelling about this organization? What what uh, if you could share kind of maybe a piece of advice that w- could encourage um, either either one of our listeners or maybe one of our listeners might know somebody that might want to get involved. What what? Yeah. Um, I think the most. I mean, the reason, like I said, was really just how intentional this program. So specifically, the one that I was in was called HBC Rising Mentors Slash Tutors, um, and it was catered more to students or college students at the HBCUs um, in the Atlanta area. Clark, Morehouse, um, and Spelman, and Morris Brown. Um, And so I think just really how intentional they were with the types of students that they wanted to get. Of course, they wanted to focus on STEM, but you have to think, well, why would they want a STEM major? Mm -hmm. Hmm, Maybe because a lot of Black youth aren't interested in STEM. A lot of youth in general aren't interested (laughs) in STEM. Um, And so really... I think we're getting there with science and astrophysics and everything. But I mean, I love science before I really became an economics major, too, um, with chemistry and everything. So having those passionate students already in the face of students that are like, I just want to end school here. I don't want to continue with 
high school or college or anything of that. And I think how National Carriage prepared us for those schools was because they already told us this, these were going to be the conversations that you guys are going to be facing. Like we went through scenarios of kids, you know, cursing you out or doing all these things that may happen, may not, but most likely will happen sometimes because of their upbringing, because of where we are in the world. Um, and to not be afraid of that, to not back down from that, but to learn how to strategically and intentionally and authentically um, communicate to the students, you know, better ways, better systems, better colleges. I know there was one student who was like, I want to be an actor. I was like, perfect. Howard University has the perfect acting program for you. <laughs> one kid was like, oh, I want to do, you know, I'm interested in planes, but I don't really know. I was like, find a technical college, yeah. work on cars, work on engineering, if that's what you're kind of interested in. So me being there and having that knowledge of other science fields that they were not even exposed to, they were like, oh, yeah, I want to work on hair. I'm like, okay, you can go to cosmetology school. Like, yeah. you can do all these different things. Not saying there's one way to go to a traditional way of schooling, but just leading them to see that there are other ways um, to not just stay where they are right now, just not to stay in their predicament um, that they were facing. And I think just National Cares was really encouraging that of us to be our authentic selves and not just show face and take an Instagram picture to say, oh, I'm helping them out. Like yeah. I was in there to really work every single day. I was yeah. excited to show up for the students. I tried to learn some of the parents' names and, hey, your kid's doing really well, stuff like that. But um, overall, I think this this program was very intentional. The tutors that it picked, um, as well as what they taught us to say and the verbiage um, to really go off of. So. Awesome. Now, to kind of backtrack just a little bit before we mm -hmm. move on to the next segment, how has this program prepared you to engage with students at the King's Middle School in Atlanta who are dealing with challenges in and out, out of school? Like how you, you've, you've shared a, a little bit, but maybe can you go maybe go into a little bit more detail about how has this program prepared you to engage with 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 these middle school students? Yeah, so before we even know which classroom or, excuse me, which school or anything, they, you know, have us on these boot camps that we do for about maybe, I think it was two weeks or so, um, and just giving us scenarios, stories, case studies to just go through and really learn of, you know, the best outcome or, you know, the, the way to handle different situations. So we would sit on Zoom or so um, and talk through, okay, Tommy did X, Y, Z. What do you think you should do? Um, and just overall giving it to our face before it actually happens. So we don't have those, you know, back and forth yelling conversations that could come with misunderstandings or and learning how to regulate and understand our emotions and our triggers. So then we can help and support the students better. So we would have, I like to call them therapy sessions, um, but we have a psychologist come in and a psychiatrist come in or relationship therapists come in and just really understand different dynamics, you know, attachment styles, things like that. I know that's more like romantic sometimes, mm -hmm. but um, just understanding different ways that we interact with each other um, to really just help and support the students more. And I think I said having that language, having that um, way to describe it was easier for the children to allow us to be vulnerable, but allow them to be vulnerable, too. Awesome. And before we get into um, the, the next segment um, and into your college job post-college, to kind of, I guess, to kind of sum up this segment of really talking about the National Kills Mentoring Movement, how 
how have you continued to be a spokesperson? Because like when when we were speaking on um, the future pharmacists panel at, at the Coca Cola summit, um, you you um, I guess no longer actively participating. In it, I guess we could say um, with with the movement, but how? How do you continue to be? Uh, is it speaking on panels like 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 we did a month ago, or how do you continue? Yeah, I think honestly, like the, the things that I'm doing now, being on podcasts, but not just only taking um, the name of National Care's you know mentoring movement because of course that's important. Of course, it's amazing you know um, organization, but I think overall just take taking the teachings that I've gotten from it, you know, being that purposeful and intentional person when it comes to speaking with the youth or speaking about any of my experiences, just being authentic, being myself, um, and, you know, and sharing, you know, how can I support you more? How can I, you know, be your advocate at the end of the day and learning and understanding different cultures, I think um, is something that I'm striving to do. And being a spokesperson for them, I told them, I said, I can do any other speaking engagement that you want me to. I've had an amazing experience with you guys, even, you know, during the process of, of speaking for them at that panel. So um, I said, whatever they need me, I'm, I'm there for them. And I hope if they hear this too, just know that, you know, I'm speaking only highly um, of my experience with you all. And, and I truly hope and encourage everybody else to join some of these programs that they have or continuously strive to be a mentor in their own community. And I think that's what they would want for me. Awesome. Well, we're going to go ahead and take, um, if it wasn't for, in addition to our supporters, if it wasn't for our sponsors of this podcast, um, we wouldn't be able to um, keep the lights on and keep um, these podcasts being uploaded and streamed and all that fun um, stuff that of how you're able to listen. You listeners are able to listen. So we're going to go ahead and take uh, a quick sponsor break. And when we come back, um, we will get to... Um, hearing from you because of your post-college and your current um, job. Uh, and so our guest is McKenzie. We'll be right back right here on SpecialChronicles.com after this short break. If you can find the audio clip. We'll be right back right here on SpecialChronicles.com. Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comed Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comed is powering lives and really is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As Comed powers the lives of us, they're literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank Comrade for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash Comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash Comrade. Uh, oh, wait. We're... Oh, I always <laughs> get to, wa- to raise my mic level. I... I do that just in case I need to take a sip of water so you guys don't heal. 
I should mute myself, but sometimes I forget to unmute myself. Yeah, and then you're just talking. It happens all the time, yeah. especially in big word calls. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know, especially if you're on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and the funny thing is, sometimes if I if I'm on Zoom, it's kind of like a double mute. I've got this Worldcaster Pro, so this Mixo, so I can mute myself on here and then mute, like just, just like you, you see on Streamyard, you can mute yourself. Yeah. So it's 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 like a double mute then. <laughs> It's a complete silence. You will not hear anything. No. <laughs> Which <laughs> dead air on a podcast might not. You listen to those. Right. Might, 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 need, might need to listen. Just listen yeah, you might just. <laughs> um. So, I mean, video. We could probably just put you some. Know, sometimes some, they some, run slow. Yeah. Anyways, so, um. Post college, you, you you said you just graduated with a degree in economics this past May, twenty twenty two, and so tell us about today now after college, um, and then after our last sponsor break, we'll get into the the social media plugs, which I'm glad that you um, added the <laughs> added to the show notes, um, so I make sure to put the correct um, uh, Instagram accounts in the show notes. Again, if, if you guys are listening to this, go the link below in the show notes, specialchronicles.com slash podcast 504 um, is where you can find the show notes for this episode to get connected with McKenzie, as well as how to... Um, all the, there's an email, feedback at specialchronicles.com and all the other um, uh, donate and sponsor links will be in the show notes on specialquantingos.com as well as my social media will also be in the show notes. But tell us now, Mackenzie, about um, uh, post-college graduation, um, working at, as a rotational analyst for the Disney's signature experiences, working with Natural Geographic, and then um, kind of go into um, the um, you, know, you and your sister's business um, on Instagram at tribe underscore trips which just um you got two on uh, you got two new followers um <laughs> so from, from my account and also special chronicles is, is now following at, at tribe yeah. underscore trips so hopefully all all of you listening um when, when you're listening um just open up your open up instagram and just go follow at tribe underscore trips uh so because you, uh, tell us a little bit about your now post post college yes so honestly i'll tell you the journey that i took to get to this job Mm -hmm. honestly so my biggest thing my school drove us to be economic majors to be economists to work in the economy and i said i love all the economists you are truly helping us out but that is not something i want to do right now maybe get my phd phd later but i don't know so i was like maybe i need to get you know, into hospitality school since I don't have much background. My background is mostly finance, internships, uh, mentoring, education, stuff like that. And so my amazing sister, who I actually started um, Tribe underscore Trips with my um, our business together, was because she helped me get this role to be a rotational analyst in Disney Signature Experience. Um, so it's basically in this place called Adventures and Expeditions. Um, at Disney, and we work with the new, you know, National Geographic. Um, and so the side that I really support is all these luxurious travel, private jets, expedition cruises, rivers. Um, and I get to rotate between about five of those, six of those teams, um, just to understand, obviously, the travel industry, the hospitality industry, 
and why not do it you know who does it the best which is disney <laughs> um and so really working with national geographic though it gives me that love of science that i was speaking about earlier so you get to have a national geographic expert maybe the one that discovered the titanic maybe the one that's been researching penguins or swimming with the turtles and the galapagos so those people get to be on your trip and give you to learn more about the area really immerse yourself um, we like to say go off the beaten path um, at the end of the day and so that's what i help support and what i love that they're doing is really focusing on you know sustainability efforts and conservation so even though we have these amazing trips you also want to give back and like i said i'm very intentional and very purposeful through where i work how i work um and the people that i work with because i wanted to always tie something back into my heart which is you know let's the world is save the planet um and wildlife as well so being a part of a business that supports that as well it's just you know the cherry on top working there um and so now my sister and i think even my family um has seen how great the hospitality industry <laughs> is um and the travel service industry and of course my sister is like hey can you help me with you know my business so um i really just support her and give her support and anything that she needs um with this service which is tribe trip so it's black owned and woman owned and found it um, there's about four of, four of us starting it right now, and it's just er in its early stages. But we're all booked up for calendar 2023 for international trips. But we have book lists if you want to just look at the research. Um, so all the researching that they've done. I don't know if you've ever heard of a UX researcher, but my sister and um, some of her members are data and product researchers. So they're really diving into the work um, that you don't want to do to plan a trip <laughs> and travel. Let's say that. So they'll find the villas. Um, they'll find the best, best excursions to go on. Um, and, you know, they support your your tribe, you know, the people that you want to have a good time with. And your tribe could be from two people to 30 or five to eight, whatever size it may be. Um, tribe Trips is really to able and customize and personalize those experiences for you. So it's not like you join a trip or whatever it is you have to be a part of. We take your tribe and we ask you, what do you need? What do you want out of it? Um, and that's how we're we're different. And we only really support not all inclusives, but your villas, your Airbnbs, things like that. And we find the best ones in that destination. So you get that immersive culture, but also that luxurious side of travel. Awesome. And it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm assuming that just looking around, um, you know, um, just now um, looking around your uh, Instagram account uh, at tribe underscore trips um I, I see some of the countries that you have um which uh you got um portugal morocco Ibiza, jamaica so it, is it is, is it internet like is it like one particular region in in the world or is it like so we really mostly support international um, more than domestic right now, but we can create more of a booklet um, or give you some advice and guidance that you can sign up for a consultation to decide which package would be the best for you. Um, but we really love to immerse ourselves wherever your tribe, like I said, it's very customizable. Wherever your tribe wants to go, we might even expose you um, to different areas you've never heard of before. So a lot of, you know, the standards are let's go to Puerto Rico, let's go to you know, Mexico or something like that. Yeah, that's great. Those are amazing places to go. But so many people haven't heard of Nepal or Kathmandu or any of those places do or Cambodia. I know that's a new one. I absolutely love traveling to Cambodia, <laughs> but just kind of those places that um, people might not hear about. So kind of just supporting my sister in that ways and, and, you know, finding different destinations for her to go to as well. But it's really her baby and 
and her doing, and, and I'm just the little sister, just seeing where I can help her out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to touch on something that you said that I, I, I could kind of relate to, because I, I, I graduated from college in December 2012 with a degree right. in journalism, but uh, um, kind of, yes, somewhat looking at a small newspaper after, but as you know, the journalism, uh, I'm sure a lot of people already know the um, journalism industry is not, um, it's, I mean, it's good, but it's not usually the best, like, I guess I could say the jobs in, <laughs> in the, in the journalism industry is is not always um, a lot of them. So I kind of like you. I I've kind of kind of stu- yeah. <laughs> steered away. Still have that love of what you studied in college, but yeah. ki- kind of t- yeah. finding a different passion. Is that I mean exactly what you say? Exactly. That, that's kind yeah. of what. And so I think done. everyone's like yeah. They're like, how does it connect? It's like, you know, I understand supply and demand. I understand, you know, things that we live in a capitalist society. But at the end of the day, I am a people person. And I think economics is just putting math to things that people have common sense about. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, econometrics, it was great. It was fun. But I'll stay up to macro and microeconomics for those who <laughs> understand that. But um, it definitely was great. I'm, I'm glad I did it. And we necessarily didn't have true business at my school. So um, that was the closest thing. But I think I learned a great deal of just the economy overall. And it helped me understand about the global economy, too, and different ways we, you know, forecast things. So it, it helped. It did what I needed to do in <laughs> undergrad. And now it inspired me to look, you know, beyond that, too. So thank you, Spelman College. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to go ahead and take one final break. When we come back, we'll get into some some social media plugs as well as a final question. Uh, sometimes I, I, like, I let the guests know that final question, but... Um, which you got a little sneak peek in the sh- in the show notes um, and listeners if, if you've been listening for at least the past few years um, you probably know what the final question is um, but it, it's 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 a I think an insightful question at, to kind of wrap up the conversation with so we'll we'll get to that yeah. after this final break uh, right um, with a couple of affiliate links Augustus McKenzie uh, from at tribe underscore trips right here on specialchronicles.com we will be right back. Special Chronicles is hosted by Podbean Podcast Hosting, the easiest, most affordable option to get started in podcasting. At Special Chronicles, we proudly host our weekly podcasts with Podbean and highly recommend you use Podbean Podcast Hosting to get started in podcasting today. Sign up for an unlimited hosting plan and get one month free now to get started in podcasting today when you visit specialchronicles.com slash podbean. That's specialchronicles.com slash podbean. Our live streams are powered by StreamYard, the easiest way to create professional live streams. StreamYard is a live streaming studio in your browser. Interview guests, share your screen, and much more. Stream directly to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and other platforms. Sign up for StreamYard today using our StreamYard We Forward link when you visit specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. That's specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. And we're back um, for this final segment of the 
program. And so, this is the, the point of the episode where we get into some social media plugs. And because just like what we did after we got off stage, yeah. um, I don't know if any of the, the other panels at the Coca-Cola Summit, if any of the other panelists um, put out the phones and connected with each other on Instagram. But <laughs> maybe we did because of all that kind of millennial Gen Z yeah. youth. Yep. <laughs> and that's what we do. I think that's yeah, but, exactly. I um, mean, I think LinkedIn is just so long. It takes a minute to get there, but it's like Instagram. I'm like, guys, I, I know it's not as professional, but I just, I, that's what I look at well, right now. Yeah. Of course, I have a LinkedIn, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and same thing. I um, I I prefer probably um, out of all the like Facebook, Instagram, like um, tw- um, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Instagram is probably the first uh, app yep. that I go to at the end of the day when you're just winding down. Instagram is probably that you know <laughs> post. <laughs> so exactly. So with that, since 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 that's how we in- concluded all panel time um we'll uh that's why we're saving that for the the end of this episode and we will i'll put up on the screen um you could briefly kind of mention um the uh national care for people listening to the audio podcast on the apple podcast spotify wherever you listen anywhere that you listen to podcasts um they don't see they don't see us but um right okay but (laughs) <laughs> people see because we got some people no, it's my, oh it's what i remember i remember at the end of podcast you have to spell it out yeah like, i got yeah you have to spell it out, yeah because we got some people that will watch the live stream video but some people yeah. might just like i don't like me i usually listen to just the audio podcast but some people might yeah. before video so with that then um the national kills much movement and then how to connect with you personally as well as your travel business on instagram yes okay so if you want to do the national cares mentoring movement you can find it at cares all lowercase no spaces nothing guys <laughs> caresmentoring.org that is c-a-r-e-s mentoring.org I sounded like a commercial and then (laughs) after that if you would like to connect with me personally you can follow me on Instagram Ken's underscore the letter U underscore not if you get it Ken's you not (laughs) but you can follow me there and connect with me and then for my sister and I's business and our um, amazing founders you can go to at tribe underscore trips all lowercase um, and so you can find us, connect with us, um, you know, if you just want to connect with me and I can link you to the other places or you can find me on LinkedIn, which is just Mackenzie Ramsey, um, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So we'll, we'll put those links. If you guys are um, driving or commuting or doing something um, that you, you can't write, write down these Instagram um these Instagram handles, um, just look in the show notes below. Special quantity. I mean, not not if, if you're driving, don't do this right now. Right, wait. Pull, pull, <laughs> Watch, we're gonna have a, a ton of you listeners please. that are pulling over. <laughs> just okay, right? Please, yeah. Please do this safe. <laughs> so pull over, and then um, 
in the show notes, specialchronicles.com slash podcast 500 info. Um, you can find links to get connected with McKenzie on Instagram or LinkedIn. And um, with that, any, uh, before we get to the final question, any final thoughts on over time here today on the Special Chronicles podcast? Uh, I know um, before we, we went on, you said this was your first podcast to be on, um, but, um, and I'm sure we can talk more off air about how you can get started with your own podcast because everybody's do, <laughs> doing it these days. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, honestly, this is probably my first and best, um, honestly, podcast. And you've been amazing. I'm so honored that you thought of me compared to the, the work that you guys were doing on the panel. I'm, I'm truly just honored to be you know speaking and, and you guys wanting to hear my voice, too. And I think it's amazing the work that you've been doing um, and just, you know, continuing with these podcasts because, you know, I enjoyed listening um, to them now that I that, now that I found you, basically. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's been a joy to get connected with you and 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 hopefully we 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 can have some of the other panelists on on this podcast, yeah. too, because um since when we were on the panel, like I feel like only Coca Cola employees and the North America partners hold our stories. But now, hopefully, yeah. we can share this podcast and all of you listening, um, wherever you're listening, whether you you listen to us on specialchronicles.com or um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, please share this episode and help us to share McKenzie's story, share these stories with your friends, with your family, te- text it to your, uh, text it to your family, friends, uh, um, yeah. pu- um, put it on your Instagram stories, put it on your LinkedIn, um, just, um, um, share it. Cause that's how we can share these empowering, positive stories. And with okay. that, the message, yeah. 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 With, with the message. So with that, um, the let's get to that final question and let's go ahead and we'll that bumple if well oh I, I i should click on the button let's go ahead and we'll that bumple we're not just athletes we are the ambassadors of an uprising peaceful protesters in a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference 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 our demands are equality equality Equality, dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. And as you could probably tell from that bumpo and if listeners of Abo since I came back from the 2019 Special Olympics World Games in Abu Dhabi, uh, we've been concluding this. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was a great, <laughs> great, great experience. We, we traveled there too. We traveled oh, there too. <laughs> okay, great, awesome. So, listeners, if if you want to um, go to Abu Dhabi, just look up uh, at Tribe underscore Trips on Instagram and get connected with with McKenzie. And we will get you to the Special Olympics. We will. Yeah. You. Well, I mean, that was in 2019, but. Oh, right, right, right. Berlin next year, June twenty twenty three. Okay, we Berlin. can get you there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you guys are listening and you want to join us in Berlin at the next Special Olympics World Games, go to at tribe underscore tri- trips on Instagram. Yep, and Mackenzie will help you to um, you you can meet me and everybody else. Okay. You can volunteer in Berlin next June 
Yeah. Yes. So see, and it, we'll, we'll plan it all out. We'll plan all the whole itinerary for you to meet Daniel, for you to go to the Olympics, for you to do everything that you want to do there. Volunteer all of that. You know what? This is a great way to end this in the in this episode. We didn't even get to that final question yet, but I know, I, know. I have to say, um, I actually there's actually um, a bunch of people that I know that listen to this podcast that do want to join us in Berlin and. Yes. We guys, we are being totally serious. Go to Instagram at tribe underscore trips and Mackenzie will help you to get to Berlin. Yes. So we'll get you guys there. Awesome. <laughs> and with that, let's finally get to the part of um, the inclusion revolution is a big part of Special Olympics. It's a big part of Special Chronicles. Yes. I'm sure the inclusion, um, not just in our special needs, our disability community, but in the black community and all different minority groups, mm-hmm. inclusion is a big power. So we always conclude these episodes, um, these podcasts, conversations with uh, asking one final question, and I'll do the same with you and ask you, what does inclusion mean to you? I mean, I really love this question because I honestly don't, I think I get asked it a lot and I'm like, oh, of course, it's, it's me being in the room. It's me or other minorities not being in that space. But I think what I'm a big advocate for is not just allowing us or giving us in that space, but really showing us how we can thrive. And I think it's not, you know, we can be a part of the big conference call, but what are we contributing? What are we impacting? Um, And how can we continue it and and strive it forward? Um, What does Black culture, what does, um, you know, other minority communities look like for the future? And just advocating and being that biggest supporter. I think that's really means to me is listening, but also creating something from what you listen to. So not just hearing it out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's a perfect way to wrap up this episode. And um, and, and I'm sure anytime that you want to come back on this podcast, oh, I'm sure um, um, you, you can come back on. Oh, maybe once you get started with your podcast, yeah. when you get your podcast started, then we can kind of flip the microphone around. <laughs> and and <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, it's been a joy, a joy talk, talking to you and and um, and looking forward to staying in touch with you on, on Instagram. Yes. And folks, once again, if you want McKenzie to help you to go to the next special Olympics board games in Berlin yes. at tribe underscore trips on Instagram and get connected uh, and she will help you get there. Oh, any trip. <laughs> yeah, any trip. Even if you're just there, maybe you don't make it to the Olympics, but you just want to meet the people around, we're able to do that as well. So we're awesome. customizable for you guys. <laughs> and uh, awesome. So with that, thanks thanks again, Mackenzie. And uh, folks, we'll see you uh, next uh, next week. Um, it might be a fundraising episode uh, as we are well, two, two more weeks. Well, by the time you guys hear this, two more weeks of 2022. So we might do a fundraising yeah. episode uh, and we got much more content. My producer and I, we are planning our 2023 podcast content. So you guys stay subscribed. Uh, we may able to make a gift, specialchronicles.com slash give. And we'll see you next week right here on specialchronicles.com. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles Podcast. Our podcast was produced by Daniel Smikowski on the Special Chronicles Network. Follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Subscribe, rate, and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
our website, specialchronicles.com, where you can stream our archives of over 500 episodes for absolutely for free. Also, there's a list of our favorites, original series, award-winning columns, and blogs. And sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to your inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com. Special Chronicles is hosted by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Our live streams are powered by StreamYard. Thanks, as always, to our business manager, Adam Smukowski, who always encourages us to never give up. I'm Daniel Smukowski, back next week with more stories. Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.